Hi, I'm Dr. Lauren Hungler, a naturopathic doctor and creator of the Healthy AF Mom Show, the show that helps tired millennial moms regain control of their energy, banish their bloat, beat their cravings, get better Z's, live life a little greener and a little cleaner, and understand their postpartum bods and more. On today's episode, we're going to be going over why your daily environment might actually be mucking up your hormones. In this bite-sized episode, we're going to go over one is why you need to do a personal care and a household products self-audit. Number two is going to be like, what exactly is an endocrine disruptor? I hear the word, but I have no idea what it means. And number three is looking at five tips that you can utilize today to help you clean up your personal care products, your household items, and get you living a little greener and a little cleaner. If you're enjoying the episodes and you're digging the content, I invite you to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player and leave a review. All right, so let's kick this off. So this episode is going to be a little bit of um, an intense one. Sometimes when we go into the arena of environmental medicine, it can seem really overwhelming. And so I don't say it lightly. I totally understand this feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, everything is wrong. I have to change everything. So I want to just say up at the front end, this isn't about totally overhauling your whole life and everything you've ever used. What we're going to talk about are just some simple strategies where we can start to kind of maybe lean it out, um, create some change where we can, and really this is always about progress over perfection. And I think a lot of us, when it comes to green skincare, maybe more green um, cleaning products in the home, really taking stock of what we're utilizing, a lot of us have come into it usually during pregnancy. And so I say this because that's kind of where I was. Um... I always have found environmental medicine very overwhelming because it feels like this. I always call it the like Alice in Wonderland experience where you kind of look at one thing in your life and you start going down the rabbit hole where then you want to change X and Y and Z. And then you got to want to start changing the whole darn alphabet, right? We kind of go into this like place of everything's got to change. And so sometimes when it feels very overwhelming, for some of us, we kind of just don't do it, or at least that's my modus operandum. So if you're like me, I totally feel you and I understand you. And so when we come into environmental medicine, sometimes it can feel like that Alice in Wonderland experience where you start going down the rabbit hole of all the things that need to change. And so for me, pregnancy was more of the catalyst because then it wasn't just about me. It was about my other little my other little being that I had to take care of and I was responsible for. So for a lot of women, I find that this is definitely a catalyst for them or for their families where they really start looking into what they're utilizing when it comes to personal care products, when it comes to household and, and environmental cleaners and things like that. And so usually when we get to this place, we start looking at the things that we're using on a daily basis. And that can be a really great place to start is taking that like audit of like, what are you actually using in your home? What are you actually using on your skin and on your face? Because when we start taking stock of it, it actually starts, the list starts like really building up. And especially for women, because we do use a lot more personal care products, right? Uh, we usually have toners, we have cleansers, we have moisturizers, we have serums. Um, then we're getting into our makeup routine. So we're getting into like foundation that's on your face like the entire day, mascara, 
lipstick and lip gloss, um, even going into like shampoos and conditioners, moisturizers, body butters, right? This list just really starts adding up. And this doesn't even to take into account any of the household environmental pieces that we're using. Thinking of our detergents, if you're using fabric softener, if we're using um, scented candles, air fresheners in our home, right? All these things start amping up and telling up on this kind of environmental medicine audit that we want to look at and see like, okay, what are we actually utilizing in our day-to-day? And what are the some of the things where we might need to shift and to move to help to more um, efficiently support your body from a physiology and an endocrine standpoint, meaning that endocrine is like your hormone cascade that's happening in your body every day. A lot of the time when we're utilizing chemicals in our skincare and in our daily life, it's always going to impact your hormones. So what exactly are endocrine disruptors or endocrine disrupting chemicals? So these are going to be chemicals that actually can interfere with your hormones. And it usually does it at three different phases or places. It can do it at all the spots or it can do it at just one. And so sometimes we don't really know exactly what it's doing. We just know that it's happening. And so one of the ways that it can um, interact with your hormones is that it can actually increase or decrease the amount of hormones that you're producing. So we can get into um, insufficiency stages where we don't have enough of a certain hormone, or sometimes they can start overproducing or having some of these xenoestrogens where they kind of look like estrogen, but don't interact with the body in the same way. And so we get like a more robust or increased amount of hormone production. The other factor that it can do is that it can actually mimic our hormones. And so mimicking them where they interact with the receptors in our bodies but you don't get the same communication and the same support that our hormones are producing. And then the last one is that it can actually interfere with production. And so we have a bunch of different places where this can start to modify your hormone profiles across the body, where we start to see issues when it comes to your thyroid function your adrenal function, your ovarian function as well. Anything and any organ that's producing hormones on a regular basis can have interference from these endocrine disrupting chemicals. And so what we really want to be mindful in our day-to-day is how can we get the amount that our body is coming into contact with even less? Because if you remember when we were back in episode three, and if you haven't learned, if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend going back. We talked about five tips to help you increase your daily detoxification strategies. So how to get things out of your body. When we're going over this episode is I want to stop it before it even gets in the bod in the first place, right? We can kind of go even upriver a little bit further where we're like, okay, cool. I don't even need to get it out of my body or get my body working really hard to remove these chemicals. I'm going to try and figure out ways that I can minimize them in my daily environment so that they don't actually even get in. So when we look at endocrine disruptors, things you're going to think about are going to be like BPA or bisphenol A. Lots of us have heard of this little beast. She is an endocrine disruptor. Um, Usually we find it in plastics. Um, And so lots of us have started, you know, using glass water bottles or stainless steel water bottles. We've really been mindful of trying to not package our food into plastic or reheating in plastic anymore because we were seeing a lot of uh, BPA increase for, for people. The interesting one here, and this is the one that I learned and I was like, holy moly, I didn't, I never even thought about it is that we were still seeing lots of BPA getting into people. And it was like, well, where is it coming from? Lots of people are very conscious about not utilizing our, like not utilizing BPA in their products anymore. And the place that I want you to think about it right now is like, 
look at your receipts. So receipts actually have uh, can have BPA in them as well. And so when we're looking at grabbing the receipt from the cashier, try just saying like no receipt unless you really need it. And if you do, I kind of just like grab it with the bag. And throw and throw it in. You can utilize that. If you're doing something like plane tickets, trying to use an e-ticket instead of printing that ticket or putting your fingers all over it and don't let your kids play with it, right? Because they're going to be absorbing that very simply too. So BPA is one of those big endocrine disruptors that we want to be very mindful trying to reduce and eliminate it from our day to day. That's the plastic water bottles, um, reheating in storage containers that have plastic, and then really being mindful of the receipts that we're, that we're handling on a day-to-day basis. The other one that you have probably have heard quite a bit are phthalates. And phthalates are what give things their fragrance usually. And so this is a really big one. So if you've got some stanky stuff in your home, it probably has phthalates in it. And so this is where we're looking at the air fresheners, the plug-ins, or even the sprays usually have phthalates. Um, lots of personal care products that have a big fragrance to it, a lot of the time you could be um, coming into contact with phthalates there as well. Laundry detergent, fabric softeners. Um, it always throws me for such a loop when, say, you go out for a walk and you can smell someone's laundry like a click away. That always just gives me time for pause being like, good gosh, those things can move, they can travel, and they are intense. The fact that you can smell someone else's laundry from at least two, three blocks away. So being really mindful about like what is happening in your home. What are things that you're utilizing on a regular basis where you're like, wow, that does, like it is very fragrant. Maybe it's probably got something in there that's not working for us. Um, Highly scented candles, highly scented hand soaps as well. So these are going to be things you're going to want to kind of like take stock of um, and start thinking about maybe ways that we can replace them in your daily life. Then we have some of our other endocrine disruptors that we don't, um, you might be coming into contact with them. And so it's going to be things like flame retardant. So really common when we look at mattresses sometimes, kids' pajamas used to have um, tons of flame retardant in them as well, which is wild. Um, We sometimes find it in carpeting and things like that. So you just want to be really mindful when you're purchasing new items uh, that you're not getting anything with that flame retardant chemical built into it, especially when it comes to kids' clothing. So that's a big one. And then the other one is triclosan. And so this one is an antimicrobial. And so in most things, it doesn't, we don't see it as much in Canada. Um, it is being modified and being watched. But up until like 2011, it was commonly used in our toothpaste and things like that, or our hand sanitizers. And so just being mindful, looking for it, making sure that your whatever you're using from like a mouthwash, a toothpaste, hand sanitizers or antibacterial wipes and washes and things like that, make sure it doesn't have any um, triclosan in it as well because it can be a really intense endocrine disruptor. But those are going to be the ones that you're going to kind of come across probably most often. The ones that I want you to like be mindful of when it comes to purchasing care products and household products that we're just trying to be really mindful that we're reducing the environmental load on your body, that we're not messing with your hormones on a regular basis by now um, not only having the body having to do this natural cycling and rhythm based under stressful circumstances, then we start adding in other chemical exposures 
years, well, now we just have this like gnarly hormonal soup that's going to be wreaking havoc because your body doesn't even know when it's coming or going. It just has so much impact and influence that's happening on your hormones and your endocrine system. And so where we can limit the amount of interventions there is going to be great, right? So when it comes to how do you start peeling back the layers here? And my goal is usually like once something dies in your personal care products, this is when we want to replace it, right? So this isn't a recommendation to go and overhaul everything. I am well aware that that is a financial investment. And so if something runs out or you get rid of it or there's not much left, you're like, yeah, I want to start like being really mindful about what our family is utilizing. This is a great place where we can kind of um, put in that intervention and put in that change for you. So kind of some of the big five that I think about uh, for myself and for my family and everyone's going to be a little bit different. So when you start your like audit, my one biggest recommendation would be like, what are you coming into contact with the most? And start looking at those things. So for me, I am not a super cleaner, right? I am not handling my household all-purpose cleaner every single day. So for me, that probably wouldn't be the first place I went versus like my deodorant, where your deodorant's going on every day, every morning. That's something that's on your body like eight to 10 hours that would be something that I would be recommending being like, okay, let's like look at what you're using and let's try and switch to something a bit more green, a bit more clean, something that doesn't have any um, endocrine disruptors, doesn't have any aluminum, doesn't have any like junk in it, right? Um, So take stock of what your personal care products look like and you can always kind of start there. But my first one is always looking at like deodorant um, because I think it is a really big one. We all use it, I would say majority of the time. Um, And it can be a really big hit and miss. I'm not going to sit here and act like natural deodorants are like the best things ever. Sometimes you have to kiss a few frogs to find the prince when it comes to your deodorant regimen. Um, So it can be a bit of a challenge, but there's lots of different options out there. There's Green Beaver. There's um, Earth Mama. I use one called by um, a company called Routine that I'm obsessed with. And so there's a few different options that you can play with. And I would say just like try some different ones and see what works for you, what works with your natural biochemistry and physiology and your sense, right? We want things that are usually going to be containing um, 100% essential oils or something that is going to make it fragrant but isn't using a phthalate, right? So deodorant is kind of like my number one. Number two that I always recommend is like looking at what you're storing your food in. So making sure that if you're having leftovers, whether that's you're taking them to work or you're storing them in the fridge, really try and be mindful to store in glass. Uh, There's still lots of plastic out there. And yes, it's BPA-free. I'm still just a really big fan of I'd rather you to utilize a glass container for food storage than utilizing a plastic. Number three would be looking at your water bottle. So again, making sure we're not using plastic. Um, I still see lots of people walking around with with those like plastic water bottles. Um, If you can, try and invest in either a glass or something that's that stainless steel so that we're not having any of that BPA or any of that leaching of the plastics that's happening. So being really mindful of your water bottle. Number four, when it comes to women, um, I would say the next one that I always look at is like foundation. 
So deodorant is one that we all wear pretty consistently. The other one I would say is foundation. So lots of us, if you are wearing makeup, um, start looking for a foundation that's a little bit greener, that's not going to have a big fragrant to it. We're not having any of these like crazy chemicals that are found in it. Um, and start switching up when it comes to your foundation, the different types. There's lots out there that you can start playing with. Again, it's a little bit of trial and error to see what works with your skin. But your foundation would be another one that I would say like have a look at and then see what's see what's available once yours runs out and start investing in a bit of a greener uh, foundation because it is on your skin. It is absorbed. We're wearing it all day, all the time. And then finally, number five is going to be looking at your laundry detergent. And so your laundry detergent, sometimes you don't even know how smelly and how intense it is until you actually make a switch. And so there's lots of different green laundry detergents, again, that you can start to play with. Um, There's seventh generation, there's Ecomax, there's Nelly Soda. um, There's lots of different options. True Earth is another option as well. So there's lots of different variations that you can start to play with when it comes to a bit of a greener laundry detergent for your family's um, clothing. Because you always want to remember too, is that you're washing it in all those suds um, that is going to have a little bit of that residue on your clothing left. And so we want to make sure that we're not having some like super chemically laden, super phthalate rich thing that's kind of like lingering on the skin and then we're absorbing it as well. So laundry detergent would be my number five. And so those would be my big five when it comes to really taking stock of what you've got going on in your personal care products, as well as your home your home products as well, that we can start to kind of like make those shifts, make those changes. As something runs out, as you use up a product, start to make the switch and be mindful that you can do it. So that's our episode today where we go, where we went over exactly what an endocrine disruptor is, why it's really important to maybe start getting them out of your daily environmental routine because it can wreak havoc on your hormones, all our endocrine producing organs. We're thinking adrenals, thyroid, even sex hormone physiology as well. It can have an impact in all of these various areas. And so reducing it out of our daily environment is essential when it comes to supporting happy hormones in the body. Happy PMS, happy energy and happy mood, great sleep. All these things that all of us are like, yeah, I want those things. Part of that conversation has to be like, what are you using daily? what is going on in your household, and how can we help to support your body so that it can work and function at its best. And we're not throwing in monkey wrenches um, and my version of like Chico Bonbon constantly into the system, right? We want to be really supportive. So trying to remove those things out of your daily environment and out of your personal care products as you move through it. So I hope you loved today's episode as much as I love chatting about it. I think it's really important as women to really start to take stock of like what things we're constantly using and starting to minimize them in our daily environment. Again, if you love this episode, um, feel free to hop on and leave a review. I love to hear comments from everyone. Until next time. Yay, you made it to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and to leave a review. And if you felt inspired by anything you heard today, I'd love to share with you a few ways to get started to feel like a healthy AF mom. So in the show notes below, I've left links to some of my favorite challenges. There's a five-day slay all-day smoothie challenge, a get hella hydrated challenge, and a know your labs challenge. All amazing ways that you can get started to feel like your epic version of yourself today. 
I also have an awesome coupon code. It's HEALTHYAF15, all caps, and that's a 15% off discount to my 14-day body reboot. Again, it's linked in the show notes below. And finally, I love to get social. So if you wanted to follow me or leave me a comment or a review, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok at dr.lauren.nd. I'll see you there. Yeah.